0: Beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, on the second or the first Sunday after Pascha, rather, it's, we are commemorating the Apostle Thomas. We call him often "doubting Thomas." I don't know why. Well, he doubted that Christ ra- was raised from the dead. He wasn't present with the other disciples when Christ appeared in front of them and gave them the Holy Spirit and empowered them and told them, go out and teach all the people that which you have learned from me. He wasn't present. He was out doing something else. And when the disciples told him, we have seen the Lord, we have seen Him risen, he said, if I don't put my finger in the print of his nails and I don't put my hand in his side where they pierced the side, I will not believe you guys. You saw him, I wanna see him, he said. I wanna see the same Lord that you all saw, otherwise, I won't believe. And what happens, of course, is a few days later, the Lord appears himself again to the disciples. This time, Thomas was present. And he says to Thomas, Elado, come here, put your hand your finger in my print, the prints of the nails, and put your hand in my side, and, th- and go from a non-believer to a believer. Okay? Now this is really important because what Thomas experiences is what we all experience every single day of our lives. We need to see that which is familiar. We need something to touch. We need something to hold on to that reminds us of that which we know. Okay? We need to look back. We have this tendency of looking back. Okay? That's how we know that what we think and what we believe is true because we've experienced it already. Okay? It's very hard for us to just take someone's word about what's going to come next or what they have seen. We also want to go And see, we want to see that which we know and that means looking backwards. Okay, now the Lord, understanding this, allows Thomas to look back. He says, come here, you need to see that print. You need to touch. You need to put your hand in my side because you saw me pierced and you saw me crucified. Ella, see and believe. And this is what we have in our lives. It's hard for us to look forward. It's hard for us to envision what is going to happen tomorrow. It's easy for us to get stuck in the past. Okay? And many of us look to the past and we're disgruntled. That's what happens when you look to the past. You often do one of two things. Either pat yourself on the back because the only thing you're noticing is your great achievements and forget everything that else that happened, the struggles, what, ha- what it took to get to, this, the, to those achievements, or we get stuck on the errors of the past, on the mistakes we've made, on our shortcomings, our failures. Okay? And that's normal. We all do it. And sometimes they say, well, look back so you don't repeat the mistakes of the past. Yes, we need to know where we come from. We need to be grounded and humble and know our roots. But ultimately, we need to look forward. When Christ appeared to the disciples and said, "Receive," He gave them His peace. He sends them the Holy Spirit. And He says, go out. Go out to the unknown. Go out to the world which has not been explored yet. Go out to the world that doesn't know who Christ is. Go out and teach the gospel to people who have never heard of Jesus. He's telling them, go out there and be brave. Go out there and be bold. Go out there and don't worry about the mistakes that you've made. Don't worry if you've denied me. Don't worry if you betrayed me. Don't worry if you doubted me. Don't worry if you've... You don't even get it yet. He says, just go out. Because this is what it means to be a Christian. To look forward. And I commend this community because... I didn't think we were going to have this many people here today, but there are so many of you over the last 100 years of this parish's life that you have some connection to St. George. Whether it was your parents or grandparents or you, maybe you were baptized here, maybe you embraced orthodoxy here, maybe you converted to the the orthodox faith here, maybe you're baptizing your children here, maybe you just recently moved into the neighborhood. There's so many of you and there's more people of St. George that would be here if they could fit, right? And that's a good problem to have. That's a good challenge. How do we keep filling this place up more and more, not just on the 100th anniversary? Because if that's the case, then I have to wait. I have to live another 100 years to see this place filled up like this and then some out there. We want this place full every single day. And for that to happen... You must look forward. You must be brave and look to Christ to bring others to Christ. To be bold like the disciples and the apostles. To go out there to find your friends. How many of you have neighbors who are not Greek Orthodox? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. I do. Raise your psila. Unless you live in Glenview, all of your neighbors are probably. All of your neighbors are not Greek Orthodox. Only people in Glenview have neighbors who are Greek Orthodox. (laughs) All of us who have friends and neighbors who are not Greek Orthodox, talk to them about Christ. Be bold like your ancestors. Be ready to make sacrifices for others, for this city. I said in Greek and I'll say in English, our city is hurting. We know that. And every day, I go on, on Twitter, I started doing Twitter, and I see all the complaining about the city of Chicago. You know? And and I'm the first to complain, and I, and I will say, I ran from the city, I'm in the suburbs. I went, in, I went into hiding, like many of us. I was scared. But, I am saying this because I, I truly believe it. We must be grounded in our city of Chicago. St. George, I'm telling you right now, parish council, Father Ante, Father Peter, we are not moving St. George into another neighborhood. You have to be grounded. You like Lincoln Park, that's why. <laughs> we have to be committed to our neighborhoods. We have to be committed to our city. There is hope for our city because there's St. George and St. Basil and St. Evangelismos and all our other churches and Christ. So be that beacon for the next, however long we live, let us be a beacon of hope for our city.